0: Credit cards, can't live with them, can't live without them. How do they become a problem? That's going to be our discussion today on the Debt Matters Podcast. We help Canadians find solutions to their debt with licensed insolvency trustees from across Canada. I'm Wayne Kay, and today we're going to talk about those credit cards, all the advantages of credit cards, all the disadvantages of credit cards. When does it become a problem? How do you deal with it? And what can you do about it? To help me out with this, Daniel Maximchuk joins me from L.C. Taylor, licensed insolvency trustee in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Welcome back to the show, Daniel.
1: Hi, Wayne. Good to speak with you again.
0: We always learn things from you, and I enjoy this. And this is a great topic about credit cards. Every time I go into a store, almost, I'm getting asked, would you like a credit card? Because you can save money. There's no way to get away from them.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, of, a lot of sales in terms of credit cards. Like you said, you go into a store, each store has their own uh, credit card essentially tied to um, Visa or MasterCard that give you supposedly special um, points or bonuses when you use that card in that store. And it seems like each card has their own version of a Visa or MasterCard that they're trying to push on you.
0: Mm-hmm. And forever, for the longest time, I did not have that. I just had a basic card. And I refuse to get anything with points. And they say, well, we'll give you 20% off this purchase if you get a card. No, thank you. I'll take the, uh, I'll pay the extra.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it comes down to what you do after you get the card, right? So if you go and you get the card and you get 20% off your item and you never use it again, I guess there's no no real downside to that besides the time time spent applying for and canceling the card. Um, But, you know, what they hope that you do is you continue to use that card both at their store and in other places so that they can, A, get that fee that gets charged to the merchant every time that you use a card in a store, and B, rack up a balance that has to accrue interest on that has to be paid, and they make money that way, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. They do do okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen the bank financials uh, quarterly. They're doing all right. (laughs) But it becomes a problem when... It becomes a problem when you can't repay the balance back each month, right? So it's one thing you go and you charge something on a card that you could have bought with cash. You have the money sitting in your account. You can turn around and pay that card off. It hasn't cost you anything to use that card. And you might have even gained something such as, you know, the points on the card or some uh, insurances or warranties that can be achieved or or, um, accessed by paying for something with a card. Um, and it hasn't cost you anything cause you haven't accrued any interest, but where it becomes a problem is where you buy something that you don't have the cash to cover. So you go and you buy something because you have the card and you can put it on the card, but it's not something that if you had to pay by cash, you would have bought or even been able to have bought. Right. And then since you can't pay the bill off at the end of the month, interest accrues, credit card interest rates are usually very high. And that's where you start running into trouble.
0: I can't even believe how high those rates are, but we'll get to that in just a moment. But you did say there's a couple of positive things to it. So let's talk about maybe some of the advantages of credit cards. What would those be?
1: Yeah, so the biggest advantage of a credit card is to pay for something online, I would say, something that you can't physically give the person selling cash to because they're on the other side of a computer, right? So a credit card allows them to get payment. It allows you to be charged and you just have to deal with the credit card company to pay that off. Um, There are, as I said, some other kind of uh, more minor benefits depending on the card that you have. You might accrue points of some sort like airfare points or hotel points or um, some offer cash back. It really depends on what the program is of the credit card that you have Um, as well. Depending on the card that you have, some of them have incentives basically to encourage you to buy things on that card, such as if you buy something with a card, you might get an extended warranty longer than the regular manufacturer warranty. Um, you might have, you know, if you're booking a trip or something on a card, you might get additional cancellation insurance or traveler's insurance. It really comes down to which unique card, but some of them do have those kind of incentives to use the card. Um, so that again, they can, they can charge the merchant the service fees on the card. And, uh, if you accrue a balance that you can't pay, they're making interest on that as well.
0: Mm -hmm. And a credit card is probably pretty much the best way for you to build your credit rating.
1: Um, well I mean everything that you have for credit uh reports to the credit bureau for the most part and your credit history what you do with the credit is what builds your credit rating yeah. um, so I don't know if it's the best way but it's certainly the easiest way as you said you know every store that you go into has a credit card that you can apply for and potentially get quite quite quickly whereas you can't go and get five cars to build your credit, but it's quite simple to get five credit cards to build your credit, right? Right. That's your goal.
0: But if you're starting out and you want to build your credit rating, well, you can't even, I don't even think you could live without a credit card. It's everywhere. You want to stay somewhere. You want to book a hotel. You want to do anything. You have to have a credit card.
1: Yeah, the the way things are going now with more and more uh, reservations and purchases happening online, you know, a credit card is often the only way to make those purchases. I know that some banks now will have tied to your debit card, um, you know, Visa debit or MasterCard debit, something like that, so right. that you can pay it through those networks out of your bank account. And some merchants will take that. I know there's Interact Debit online that you can use, again, where you're paying your own money out of your account as opposed to a credit card that you're going to get a bill for. Um, But there are some places that require a regular credit card because they need to put a charge on it, like a a hold, right? In case you damage your hotel room or something like that. And in your bank account, you might not have sufficient funds in there to cover that. Whereas on a credit card, as long as you have sufficient room left, then they can
0: put that on it, right? So some prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there, there is these little incentives, you know, uh, if I buy this, uh, buy gas, uh, then I get uh, some money off groceries and, and things like that. So there are some advantages for sure. Some positive things to it.
1: Yeah. As long as you can pay that bill every month. Right. But if you put things on the credit card and there's interest being charged, the cost of that interest is quickly going to outweigh the benefit of any additional um, points or warranties that you might've got by putting that card on uh, that charge on the card in the first place.
0: Daniel, you see a lot of people come into your office. They're in uh, financial trouble. How important or how how do credit cards play into the trouble for most families?
1: Yeah, it's definitely uh, the primary form of debt that we see in most people. I would say in terms of their unsecured, like non-mortgage debt, um, and I think it, it comes back to, as you said off the top, they're so readily available, right? Uh, every store has them. It's uh, your, your, there's ads online. There's, um, different ways that you can apply for the cards and it's consistently in your face, more or less. So when people are having trouble meeting their budget or they, um, need extra cash, essentially, that's kind of the first route that they turn to, I would say, because it's the most readily available. But the trouble with that is, as I said, it's, it's, tough to use that to finance things because the interest rate is so high. So if you're trying to use it to stretch out your budget, um, you're taking money from the future to fill your needs now, which is, you know, you have an emergency, something comes up, you got to do it. But then when you're stuck at paying 20, 25% interest rate on that, it can quickly snowball to a point where, you know, if you didn't have the money to buy what you were going to buy last month, you're probably not going to have the money to pay back what you bought plus interest the next month. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, depending on the circumstances of what led to that additional spending.
0: So looking into the crystal ball, if somebody starts using the credit card and starts missing, uh, not able to pay it, maybe just being able to pay the the absolute minimum, which is really low. I mean, it's almost, I mean, we see why, we know why the banks do it, but it's insane how low the minimum payment can be. What do we need to look for of, you know, when this is going to become a problem?
1: Yeah. So it becomes a problem. I mean, mathematically, it becomes a problem when you can't repay the debt that month. Right. And you're starting to accrue interest. But, you know, things happen. You have to stretch your budget for one month. Some unexpected expense comes up. Um, Okay, but then you have to be able to come up with a plan to be able to pay off that credit card in in the near future to minimize that amount of interest that you have accruing there. Right. Um, And and that's that's when it's the issue is when you're paying that that high interest of uh credit card interest that's accumulated on that debt
0: i remember once upon a time and they may even do this the bank would send something saying hey if you uh, use this card you can transfer over your debt from another card and then it'll be at a low interest rate for three months or six months do they still do that
1: uh yeah so those are called balance transfer offers so sometimes those those still exist because the Credit card companies, they've looked at your situation. They think that you're a relatively low credit risk. So they're willing to take that debt on, you know, for a relatively small amount. But um, And then I guess they're hoping that, you know, that instead of paying interest on that debt to your current bank or credit card company, that once that grace period runs out where it's a free balance transfer, it's always for a fixed period of time, right? It's not interest free forever. Right. So once that period of time runs out, then they're hoping that you'll be paying the interest them instead of where you were paying it before and you know banks make a lot of money on interest as long as at the end of the day the debts eventually paid
0: off yeah so if you see that your credit card is becoming a problem what do you do
1: well i mean a when you're at the point where you're only making the minimum payments and i mean the minimum payments are, are really as you said usually only a very, very small portion of the amount that you owe. I mean, a few years back, there was a requirement where credit card companies now have to put on the statement. If you only make the minimum payment, how long is it going to take you to pay back this debt? Um, Because a lot of people were thinking that, oh, you know, I'm paying the minimum payment. It'll eventually get paid off. I'm doing fine with my credit card payments. But now with this disclosure, we see people, you know, you put on $5,000 on your credit card because you've had to do car repairs or something like that. And if you only make the minimum payments to pay that off, it could take you, depending on the interest rate in the card, it could take, you know, 50 plus years to pay off this one bad month that you've had if you're only paying the minimum payment. So if you're in that position, you really need to look at your budget. Is there anywhere that you can cut back to free up money so that you can aggressively pay off that credit card so that you're not having that high credit card rate of interest each month? Um impacting your expenses, right? And if you review your budget and there's nowhere to free up enough money to pay that off in the relatively near future, you might have to look at, is there a way to convert that credit card debt to a form of debt that has a lower rate of interest? So it might be maybe a balance transfer, like you mentioned earlier, if that's available to you. It might be if you have a line of credit or a home equity line of credit, something like that, that it's a lower rate of interest, maybe you use that to pay off the credit card debt and Now, instead of paying 20% on the credit card, maybe you're paying 10% on your home equity line of credit or something like that, which of course will allow more of your payments to go towards principal and uh, pay it off faster. But you know, if those things aren't available to you and there's no room to free off your budget to pay that off um, anytime soon, then that's maybe when you need to speak to an LIT and determine, is there any other options out there that'll help me to get out of this credit card debt? As fast as possible, so that I'm not spending hundreds and thousands of dollars on interest over the years until I can finally pay this off.
0: And it really snowballs quickly, doesn't it?
1: It sure does. Yeah, I mean, with those interest rates, I mean, like I said, one bad month can snowball into a lifetime of payments if you can only afford the minimum payment each month. Right? Yeah, no
0: kidding. Is it better to? I don't. Know, I don't even know if this is a real question. Is it better for each? person to have their own individual card or if you're married, can I be uh the supplement on my wife's card?
1: Um you can be. So I mean it's uh convenience wise, that's that's probably easier. You get one bill, both charges go on to one bill and you pay one bill at the end of the month when it comes in. Um but where it becomes a problem is if that bill gets high enough that it can't be repaid, right? So a lot of credit card companies will have in the fine print of the supplementary card agreements that okay you know, Wayne has a card, he applies for a card, a supplemental card for his spouse. His spouse charges on that card. And by doing so, the spouse is agreeing to become jointly liable for that debt. So if Wayne can't pay the debt, they're going to be looking at the spouse to pay that debt. So now your spouse has accepted responsibility for that debt, um, perhaps unknowingly, just because they have that supplemental card. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, it's it's more convenient, but the downsides start to happen if, um, you know, if if the debts can't be paid and then that's further complicated. Let's say if there was uh, two spouses on a card and there was a marital breakdown, then you're both jointly responsible for that debt. And it's one thing to agree, OK, well, you know, you pay this card, I'll pay that card. But then if the other person doesn't hold up their end of the deal, the bank doesn't care about this arrangement that you have. They have the right to come after you. For the amount they're not getting on this card, and and they're going to do so, right? So you're tied to that person until that card is paid off.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, though. When things go sideways, that's when it's almost hard to go back at that point and and say, well, maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't have done this supplemental card, or uh, and then obviously the strain of the relationship at that point. Is also not going to be very good. Do you find typically uh, when, is it in individuals who come in for bankruptcy, consumer proposals? Is it couples? What do you find? Um, it's all
1: sorts, right? So you get couples who come in and they end up filing consumer proposals separately. They might come in and if they have a lot of joint debt, there is the option for them to file a consumer proposal jointly. It might be, you know, two people have entered into a new relationship together and one is carrying a lot of debt from earlier in life, and then they would file a proposal and there's no need for the second person to. Yeah. Um, it 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 greatly varies, right? Depending on where people are in their lives and and what's happened in their lives up till that point.
0: Okay, so your final words of wisdom when it comes to credit cards and, and the problems, what, what what do you have for us?
1: Yeah, so they I mean they can be a great tool, right? I mean, on on the, the face of them, they're they're very useful, right? They allow you to combine multiple charges onto a single bill that you get each month. You make one payment from your bank, and and you're done. You might get additional points, you might get additional warranties or benefits from using that card. As long as you can pay it off at the end of the month, it hasn't cost you anything to get those. Those various benefits. Where it comes into trouble is when there's interest to be paid. So, if you're going to use a credit card, don't buy anything on the credit card that you don't have the cash to cover if you can help it, of course. And if you do have to carry a balance month to month, you've really got to make a plan to pay that debt off as fast as you can because the interest rate on those cards is very high and they're really going to restrict your ability to uh, live going forward. Mm -hmm. And if you're unable to come, to a, you know, come up with a plan to pay that off anytime soon. That's where you need to call an LIT and look at what other options there are out there, such as a consumer proposal. that will help you to pay off the card over time through an amount that you can afford. At the end of the proposal, you're debt free from that card and your unsecured debts, and you can carry on with life going forward from there.
0: Just before I let you go, is there one thing you should never do if you are in a bad financial situation because of that credit card? Is there one thing that you people come in and they say, well, I did this, and you're like, oh, I wish you didn't do that? Yeah,
1: that's a good question. There are some assets that are protected from creditors, so they're not taken into account in the calculation when determining what's a reasonable offer to your creditors in a proposal. So a, a good example of that is RSPs. So RSPs in Manitoba are entirely exempt from seizure by creditors in a bankruptcy. They don't have to be offered to the creditors in a consumer proposal typically. Um, So, you know, people have debts, they go and they want to pay off those debts honorably. They cash in their RRSPs, they use it to pay off their debts. Now they've got a big tax bill for taking out those RRSPs and the RRSPs are gone. So. Um, you know, they might end up having to file a consumer proposal anyways because of the tax debt. But now they've lost their RRSPs and they've, they have really uh, hurt their retirement prospects going forward as well. So the sooner that you can identify that you have a problem and you talk to an LIT and figure out the options that are available to you and how your assets are treated, um, it's better to at least speak to someone before you go cashing in assets that might have otherwise been exempt.
0: Right. And that uh, first consultation is uh, free. And they can do that through your website, lctaylor.com. Daniel, thanks very much for being on the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Wayne. That was a great conversation.
0: My guest today, Daniel Maxim Chuck from LC Taylor, licensed insolvency trustee. And that's it for today's Debt Matters podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. And of course, if you want more information, you can always check out debtmatters.ca. Thanks for listening.